conspiracies, and much more. Star your host and co-host, Jenny Nicasio, Sean Kelly, and Jason Sledgehammer Ryan Petro. Brought to you by UPRN Network. Now for your host, Jenny Nicasio. Good evening and welcome to Chasing Prophecy on FM 105.3 New Orleans, where we discuss anything and everything beyond the scope of normal. I'm Jenny Nicasio, along with my co-hosts, Sean Kelly and Jason Ian Petro. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> Got you off guard, huh? I was going to Yeah, you though. did. Yeah, yeah well, you, did. you know it is. You know. Happy yeah, Torture was- Tuesday. I don't think so. I don't think so. You don't think it's a Torture Tuesday? It's the infamous best day of the week, Torture Tuesday. Torture Tuesday. Torture Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, we're going to I want to thank our first sponsor, Ohio Hauntings and Legend Podcasts. They'll take you on a thousand of haunted locations, unexplained paranormal, campfire stories, supernatural happenings, and legends from all over Ohio's 88 counties that have stained by the pages of Ohio hauntings history. Stories that have haunted our society, tales that have gripped towns and cities across Ohio for centuries as true events. Many of these episodes are genuine. Others are legend or hearsay. Their motto is believe those that can choose or believe in none. It's your choice. Just get comfortable, sit back, dim the lights, and listen. For everybody for two weeks. Abbott and Costello. Well, you're the three stooges. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm having a ha- I'm having a bad hair day. Okay, guys. Yeah, me it too. Looks, it looks yeah. okay. It looks yeah, all right. My hat. I think my head's getting too big because my hats. Wait, my hats are getting bigger. So I mean, that I means need you're a new shrinking. Hat. You're I'm gonna shrinking. Go, I'm, gonna go, <laughs> I'm gonna go to Spirits Halloween store because they have some really cool ones. So I'm gonna do that. You, you have an interesting night. Hat? You gonna wear your witchy hat? Who told you about my witchy hat? <laughs> I haven't. I import mine from uh, the witch, the Transylvania. Salem. Salem. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Don't don't be messing with the witches. Not that I am one. I only play one on TV. (laughs) No, I have your broom at. (laughs) It's over there parked. I told you it was in the shop. I have to get some new tread on them. Um, the bristles are a little loose, but anyways, we should have an interesting evening tonight. Uh, I was going to call off because I can't breathe. I went for a walk, and I went for a walk in the weeds. And um, oh, wow. I shouldn't do that. Why do I do that? I don't oh, know why I do that. It's allergy season. Oh my god, yes. it's horrifying. It seemed like it was worse today because we had a rain in the morning, and I think something happened. Like if there was any kind of ragweed, it just went everywhere. But. Mm-hmm. We have an interesting evening tonight. We have two a surprise. We have a new co-host, Yay. and I'm going to I'm going to read her bio before we get started with the guest. Okay, we've been I've been debating this because I think we need an, another girl to the team. Okay, since we're you know you guys have two boys, but you have two girls, right? So <laughs> let me do this. I'm going to read it off my phone. So have mercy and don't. Be so critical because I oh, can't see we very well. Uh, <laughs> okay. Trisha 
I hope I said her name. Trisha Morris is a freelance artist photographer currently residing in the land of Oz and the heart of the United States known as Kansas. Oh, yes. I love Kansas. You know, Toto. Okay. She is the owner of the Savage Roots. Oh, gosh. I can't. Oh, oh gosh. She's going to have to have to tell me about this. Al Chimel. I can't pronounce it. Sorry, Trish. And the studio where her work can be viewed in Topeka, Topeka, Kansas. She studied criminal justice with a minor in psychology at the University of Kansas and Colorado Technical University. It includes, oh, wow, focused on serial killers. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yes, that sounds awesome. She is currently pursuing a master's PhD combination degree at the University of Sedoma in metaphysics. Trisha is a certified clinical hypnotherapist. I need one of those. Okay, currently working on obtaining her neurologist. Oh my God, liquinst. Oh my God, I'm having some serious, serious problems. <laughs> okay. Okay, you got to help, Lynn. Come on, come on, guys. Linguistic programming you said it right certification as well i said it first the first time right trisha was born outside of roswell my favorite town in new mexico oh yes and has a long history of supernatural experiences in her own life to include near-death experiences and mediumship from a very young age we're gonna welcome the beautiful trisha to the floor torture tuesday (laughs) torture tuesday hi trish Hi Trish. Hey Trish, how are you? How's it going? Welcome. Welcome. Yes. I thought you could hear me. I thought you could hear me. (laughs) I was like, I lost everyone. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. We're just putting you on. We're putting you on the spot here. So go ahead and tell uh Sean and myself. A little bit about yourself before we get started. Oh uh, well, as as my bio said, I I am I, I live in Kansas. And I live in Topeka, and I'm a certified clinical hypnotherapist. That's that's what I do. I, I mostly uh, run my art studio and photography at the moment um, while I'm working on my neurolinguistic. That was the word that I, lo- I know. I can't talk. Neurolinguistic programming. Um, is the next certification I'm I'm planning on um, or trying to to achieve, as well as my metaphysics degree. So. Wow, that's that's amazing. That mm-hmm. is a Very lot good. of stuff there, and yeah, uh, it is. yeah, yeah it so is. it's going to bring. I think she's going to bring a lot to our show, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy to have have you on board because that takes some of the pressure off me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So what do you think? So before we get started, um, and so welcome, this is going to be a fun night. Okay. Guys went to Gettysburg. So we're going to, you did go right. And I, I kind of don't, I have a lot to say about one of your pictures, but we're going to save that for our second hour. So we're going to go ahead and bring, um, our Alan, um, onto the board. And let me just tell you a little bit about Alan. Let's give me a second to get to my notes. Okay. We're going to talk about the in his book, I read, it was very interesting. And I have to say, um, at first I was a little skeptical about it, but um, we'll let him tell us a little bit more about his book. Um, let me just find my information here. So in the book, he talks about the 13 signs of hauntings. 
Now, you guys are paranormal investigators, so you pretty much know all that. And so you can debate with him what you think, okay? I just want to make yeah. sure I pull up the right book because I'm on my, my computer's not acting right lately. And, uh, you know, when you have things already set up and then when you go get it, it's not there. It's kind of pisses you off it's but called torture me... tuesday for a reason <laughs> <laughs> i know really seriously no 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 it's not gonna be that's not that bad no i just had I had a couple of his uh books up on the screen and of course when you want them you can't find them and let me just go back to find them um but he was talking about the 13 signs of hauntings now some of them are just obvious i mean you can say they're obvious yeah, I think they're obvious, and I'm sure you do feel the same mm -hmm. way because you guys deal with the paranormal in, you, in your investigations. And, and Trish, you know, you pretty much know about that. There's certain um, signs, and some of them are just obvious signs, and you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure them out. But of course, I have so much stuff on my computer I can't find. Let me just go to the website. Someone, ding dong. I guess I'll I'll explain um, to the guys and the listeners. I don't. I have kind of a different way of how I have come upon different um, supernatural and paranormal experiences and locations. It's always somewhere that I guess I'm called to. And then from okay. there, um, through various means of communication, messages from the spirits, things like that, is how... I, I receive my information. So it's a little bit different than I, I guess... Um, you know, investigators where you use different equipment and stuff. Um, I just use my intuition and <laughs> wherever I'm called to. So, okay. How do you communicate? You just, whatever, do you go into a meditation to listen or um, there how do you do it? There are so many different ways that messages come across to me. I end, mm -hmm. and I know um, this varies, but by, people who who do have that ability it could be in writing you know i i could write um scribing um or through the radio you know my phone things like that or okay. just yeah just being there in person and um intuitively feeling the energy and being guided by that you know if i actually touch physically touch a location um, I, I can kind of see what's happened there. So I try not to, I know in, in a lot of places that I visit, I try not to read up on it. I try not to watch any, any movies or shows or anything. If it's, it, it's a pretty popular place because I don't want that to, um, you know, influence me in any way as far as, as my own, I guess, investigation. Cool. Right. So I found the book, so that's good. <laughs> um, the book is called Things to Come. And so let me go ahead and read his bio real quick before we bring him on the show. Okay, now we're going to talk about the 13 signs of hauntings. Now, there's this chapter in his book about body snatchers, so which is really interesting. And the end is, ends a time in the pineal gland. That's right. I might be saying that wrong, too, because I've mixed too much medication tonight. <laughs> pineal. I'm serious. I, maybe I shouldn't be here. I, I think I mixed too much cold medicine. 
<laughs> okay. I just, yeah. So forgive me, folks. I'm not normally this weird. Well, yes, I am. Okay. So Alan Wright was born with the abilities that were passed down to him from a great, his great grandmother. Um, his and as he got older, his abilities became stronger. His grandfather died in 1982 and went to see him in astral projection in 1983. He learned of the level of heaven and hell. And after coming back from this, his abilities became even stronger. And he told the world what was to come in the ends of time. So that's that's going to be interesting. So I'm so happy to have him on the show tonight. And so without further ado, let's see. Okay, Alan, right. How are you today? I'm I'm just fine. How are you? Oh wow! I'm losing my voice here. You better catch mm. it. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, they can't hear me. There yeah, I we am. Can hear yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you real well. Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. All right, perfect. So right off the top, Alan, how, what inspired you to write these books? Well, um, my wife came up to me one day and she said, since you've had so many experiences, you ought to write a book about them. So I wrote the first book, Through the Veil and Back. Then I wrote the second book, uh, At the Edge of uh, Infinity or Eternity. Then I worked uh, so on and so forth up until the ninth book, uh, Things to Come. And uh, I guess I had a lot of experiences. Uh, I know you guys were ghost hunters, if you want to call them that. Uh, you go to places that, that's supposed to be haunted, and you, I don't know, you ask them questions and stuff. Uh, I never went uh, exploring for ghosts. I never had to. They came to me since I'm a medium. Um, I ha have a respect for most of the spirits that's in these haunted places, mainly because most of them had lives like we have. And uh, I just have a respect for them in that... I guess over the years, uh, a lot of them would become very hostile and uh, they would do things that you probably wouldn't want to have done. Did they ever hurt you? Uh, I was, uh, I had an attachment one time when I was writing my book. I wrote a book about a spirit that uh, I had a, a affiliation with uh, when when he was uh, had his own body and um, in spirit form, he uh, attacked me. And uh, I had him on me or in me for about two weeks before I could get him off. I had to perform uh, cleansing and uh, everything else to get him away from me, but I finally did. So you were kind of like possessed pretty much? Well, I, I wouldn't call it a possession, just uh, an attachment. I, my, 
I had mood, uh, a mood swings and stuff like that. I, uh, I was very quick at to anger. Uh, I, I was basically just not myself for about two weeks. My, my wife, yeah, my wife was going to divorce me, but I, I told her what was going on. And, uh, I, I never thought you could get an attachment from writing a book, but I did at times. Uh, I never heard of anybody getting an attachment by it, but I did. And you um, said you got rid of it um, by yourself without the assistance of... Yeah, I, I did. I, I smudged myself. I, uh, I'm also a... a I'm a minister myself. I smudged myself. I gave myself blessings. I, I commanded it to leave in the name of Jesus Christ and uh, by the priesthood that I hold and uh, whatever it 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 left. So uh, I, I didn't have to worry about it anymore. I came back to myself, and uh, but that was kind of a scary, a scary thing to uh, have something like that happen to you. Have you any of you had an attachment? Nope, uh, not personally. No, nope. maybe to not objects. There's been like some objects that have had something attached to them, and then get rid of it, but uh, nothing to like personal being, per se. Well, like like I said, I don't have to go out looking for it. They. It seems to come to me. That's how I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're a medium, you have spirits around you all the time, 24-7. Yep. And uh, you you try to pick out the good ones whenever you're doing readings and stuff like that. Uh, I'm on a show Sundays. It's called Crossed Over Connections. I'm co-host. And we do readings on there. We do healings. And we try to have, um, we try to get nothing but the good things on there. We, we bless the show before it starts uh, so that nothing comes through, through that's negative. Uh, sometimes you get something through. You know, you can't, <laughs> you can't control <laughs> spirits all the time. Uh, they like uh, electronics. They know how to use them. Yeah. And uh, they can put you right off the air on, if you're on the radio in an instant. We've had that happen to us. Uh, we've had our microphones played with where uh, they just cut them off. Uh, we had weird voices coming on our, micro on our uh, microphones also, which went over the air. Uh, we've had all kinds of things happen to us on on this radio show, uh, but you know you try to control it the best way you can. But that's the way it is. I can tell you right now, lots of times when I'm on a radio show, that those things happen. Um, sometimes I know one show I didn't appear at all because I I just couldn't get on. They couldn't get me on. Uh, I've had shows where 
I'm talking and all of a sudden, bump, I'm off. I'm off the air. Um, I think I have messages that uh, the afterlife don't want me to tell. Uh, some of my ex experiences probably they don't want me to tell you about. Uh, hmm. I've been through the veil and back. I know what's on the other side of the veil. I've been there. I uh, I went and saw my grandfather in 1983 after he died in 1982. I, my grandfather and I were very close. He was uh, a father figure to me more than my own father was. Um, but uh, it started out as I didn't know what to call it when I came back from this thing, whether it was out-of-body experience, a near-death experience, a, uh, a vision. Uh, I'll tell you a story. Uh, I went to bed one night immediately when my head hit the pillow. I was in this room. I realized it was a hospital room. And I was up in the corner of the room and I was looking down. And I was looking down on a gurney, and there was a body on that gurney, and there was a, a two doctor, no, a doctor and a nurse looking over that body, and they were talking back and forth. Well, that that body turned out to be mine, and they kind of, it's kind of scary to see your own body laying there on a gurney, and you know that you're dead, and. After I realized that, I started moving up through the ceiling of the hospital, up through the roof of the hospital. And then I was in the wide open spaces and I was continually going up. And I could see the lights of the city and I could see it was nighttime. And uh, uh, I could see uh, baseball field had its lights on and stuff. And as I got higher, I thought uh, the city was pretty at night with all the lights on and stuff. And I kept going higher, and I kept going faster. And pretty soon, I, I was up above the earth. And I started to get scared, frightened. And I knew I was dead. And I thought I was wondering which way I was going to go, which most people would want to know whether you're going to go to heaven or to hell. And I was thinking to myself, well, since, since I was going up, I, I might be going to heaven. But then I was looking at the earth as I was up there and it was beautiful. The blue oceans and everything it was very pretty up there. Very nice looking. But as I was watching it, I thought, it's beautiful up here, but down there it's ugly with the wars and the murders and the rapes and everything that mankind does to the earth and what they do to each other. And uh, instantly this voice came to me right straight through my head. And it was almost like they were standing beside me. And it said, the earth is fulfilling the purpose for which it was created. And there's a lot of stuff in that one little sentence. The earth is fulfilling the purpose for which it was created. In other words, the earth was created. And for whatever reason, it was fulfilling that purpose. And that purpose is us. 
whatever happens on this earth, it's it's got a purpose for it. Now try to figure that out. It's very deep. One little sentence. But anyway, as I was contemplating that, I went back to wondering what my thing was, whether I was going to heaven or hell. And all of a sudden that verse came back to me again. And it says, because of the things that you did, the choices you made, the obstacles that you had to overcome and the whole hardships, those choices that you made is a reason why you're here where you're at today. Anyway, I contemplated that a bit and I, I really didn't know what, what it was trying to say, a voice. But I realized now I was among the planets uh, and Earth stood out among the planets. It's, it's something that looks like it shouldn't belong there as far as I was concerned. But I was still going fast. I was still going in the same direction. At that time, you can't really call it up. But I was going away from the Earth. And then I started worrying about my family, what they were going to do with me since I do about what they were going to do since I wasn't there anymore that I had passed. Who was going to support them and watch over them? And all of a sudden that verse came, or that uh, voice came back to me again. And it said, because of the things that you had to overcome, the choices you had to make, choices that you made, and the obstacles that you had to overcome, and the, and the things that you did, and things that you had to overcome, your family has to do likewise so that they too can be at the place that where you're at today. And the only thing I could think of was everything that we go through in our life has, has a purpose, just like the earth has its purpose. And it's because of those choices, whether they are right or wrong, is where we go in the afterlife. Uh, you have to make sure that whenever you make a choice, that you're making the right choice. Because if you don't, it, you know of karma. I, I feel that a lot of the sins and stuff that we commit uh, uh, in our lifetime here, we pay for in this lifetime. Because... <laughs> Because it, it was told to me that the only things we really pay for, we meet our makers, so to speak, are the ones like murders and rapes and, and the, the bad ones. The rest of them we pay for here on earth. And also what we go through here on earth makes us, Stronger makes our spirit stronger. Uh, we don't go to hell for stealing a, a, a candy bar, but through karma and through our parents, we learn not to do that again. And that—that's part of paying our due for doing what we shouldn't be doing. Um. Hmm. Anyway, 
that's enough of that for right now. But anyway, <laughs> a lot of information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sean, a, what do you think about that? Um, but anyway, I I was still going up and faster and faster, and I was among the stars at this time, and I I didn't realize that they were different colors from here on Earth. And that's all. Uh, that's just from. Um, Astro projection that, that you experienced, or is that it? Yeah, I didn't know that... what it was until after I got back. Then uh-huh. people started talking about an astral projection, and from the way they described it, that's basically what I had. But even then, it was different than, you know, I actually saw my own death. I don't know if you see that in an act. At, no, I, projection. I don't think so. Trish, I was going to say, um, yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I've you know, astral projected. And that's one thing. But then I've also had these near death experiences, which are completely, to me, are completely different experiences than. But let me continue on, though. Let me continue on. Anyway, I was going faster and at stars, like I said, I was going so fast now that the stars became white streaks. And then all of a sudden, darkness. And I could feel just like the near-death experiencers felt, like I was in some kind of tunnel. But it was pitch dark in there. It was black. I couldn't see my hands in front of my face. And I started getting fearful again. And I was wondering where that voice was. I didn't hear it anymore. And then all of a sudden, I saw a pinhole of light in front of me. And that light became stronger and stronger and bigger and bigger. And all of a sudden, I started slowing down. And I slowed down, and I went into this light. And this light is love and compassion and caring. Uh, all the good emotions that you have, except these emotions were tangible almost like you could reach out and grab them and they go right straight through your body and you don't ever want to leave that light these emotions are different than what we have here on earth we can say we love somebody but it's not like this light that light loves you and you know it because it's got you by uh, it's got you in by by its clasp Sean, and, excuse me, excuse me, Alan. And Sean, yeah. you were shaking your head. You were shaking your head. What? You have something on your mind? Yeah, I do have something on my mind. Um, I respect your author stuff, you know, and the books that you're writing. But I died. Okay, you died, and yeah. I didn't go to Noville. Okay, <laughs> I didn't see stars shining. It went to a light. I went down to the darkness. That's where I went. Okay, and when I came back from that darkness, right, then my senses, my abilities became when you when I hear you talk about um, hearing voices telling you this. Do you know who actually is talking to you? That's my question, because I've been in the business for over 30 years. Yeah. Well, I've been in my business for a lifetime. I'm 72 okay. years old, so uh, no, I'm I was 59 and been in this business for 29, for 30 years. Raised, so 
you have to. I'm just like blown away here. Well, maybe Seriously. maybe well, you just, I, well, he was a better. Me, let me continue a little bit here, guys. Okay. After I went through this light, I came to a a place where I saw a person. Now, remember, I was I was raised as a church-going Christian, a Baptist, a Bible-thumping Baptist, and I saw leaning up against this rock a man who looked like Jesus. He had long hair, beard, white robe, sandals, the nine yards. And this light was coming from him. Now, after I came back from all of this, I'm not through with this, by the way, I got thinking, you know, how is he presented to a Hindu? How is he presented to somebody that is not a Bible something Christian? And I I've always thought of the, I'm kind of um, a UFO. I've seen UFOs in my lifetime. Uh, I kind of feel aliens had a lot to do with the creation of the world and also with uh, things that has happened in uh, human history. And I feel that they have a lot to do with the voice in my ear. I feel like uh, I can take a lot of verses out of the Bible and make them almost just like uh, ancient aliens. You know, I mean. Uh, well, how do you know you're not talking to an ancient alien? Well, I've got to tell you right now. Uh, People worship God, and the person I saw was very intelligent. He had all the power you would ever want to see in a person. And I would bend a knee to him anytime. Uh, but I, that's the thing. Was he a person, or was he some kind of device like what the children of Israel had? When they were in the desert eating the manna, was that a machine that was producing that stuff that they were eating? I'm just saying that what we were taught all our lives through generations and generations might be completely different. Now, Sean, what I was going to say to you, a lot of these people have different experiences like yours. Some are dark. Some are like mine. Some some are totally different, where they're riding horses and all kinds of stuff. Uh, now, I don't know the meaning of that. I really don't. I can only tell you what the experience was that I had. I know in, um, you know, in hypnotherapy, a lot of the time when people have trauma traumatic circumstances or injuries, comas, um, accidents, PTSD, things like that, the, the picture, basically, that 
your mind creates when you're in that position, a lot of times, you, you know, is called, they call it your higher consciousness or um, because that's something that's derived from your beliefs and things you've, you know, you've, you study, like you said, you study different you religion all your life and things like that. Um, so that would be your experience. Well, somebody who has a different belief, that would be their experience exactly. because that is their higher consciousness. So when your brain is dying in a situation like that, literally, um, that's what's preserved is going to be your higher consciousness bringing up, causing that experience. But my brain wasn't dying that night. I didn't have any health problems. Uh, so that's something I can't get over. Uh, I don't know. The only thing I can connect it with is something that was <laughs> extraterrestrial. Yeah, so yours wasn't a near-death experience. It was an It was like so an would... encounter, huh? It could be an encounter. I don't know. The only thing that actually matches up to it is a natural projection. That would be through the, the last part of it, you know? Um after I saw this guy, I blacked out. Now, I thought I blacked out at the time when I came back. But when I awoke again, I was in this meadow or this field with high grass and flowers around. And I was getting myself up. I heard water in the background. I heard... Uh, uh, animals and stuff. There was a forest on the other side of this field, and there was a, also a path along that forest. And I could hear insects and stuff in the flowers and stuff. And when I got up, when I stood up, uh, I was in a circle of people, and the, the people in that circle were my uh, ancestors who had passed before me and uh close friends but i wasn't paying too much attention to them because i saw my grandfather standing straight in front of me and he began to talk to me but he didn't move his mouth he he could do it telepathically and he was expressing to me how much he loved me uh and stuff and i was doing the same to him telling him how much i loved him and everything and uh, we talked back and forth for a while. And then I don't remember anything else until towards the end. I was walking side by side with him on that path next to that forest. And he was telling me things. And the next thing I know, I woke up in the morning at the time that I was supposed to wake up to get ready for work. And I had this feeling like I stood before God or something. Uh, I, I, I was energized so much, I felt like that I was glowing. Um, now, I've had people, I've heard of people that came back from being abducted and stuff like that. And they've been, uh, they've had the same uh, feelings uh, about or felt like they were glowing. Uh at least that's what I've heard. But uh, there again, I don't know what the experience was. But, you know, as I got older, now I was 30-some-odd years old at that time. As I got older, every few years, 
I got little bits and pieces of information from that experience. And I knew it was from that experience because I was told it was from that experience. And I couldn't figure out why they couldn't tell me all of that in one lump sum. And the only thing I can think of is they didn't tell me that because they would have overloaded my mind just like you would overload a computer. Because all that stuff at that time, I wouldn't be ready to accept, uh, especially with my Christian background and everything else. I just would not accept that. And those places where I was blacked out, I think my memory was erased at that point in two different points. Now, I felt that I was only there a few hours one night, but I could have been there a week. I could have been there five years. I could have been there 20 years. They have no time there. They are in spirit form. My ancestors were, especially. They live forever. There's no time. Spirit is energy. You can't destroy energy. All you can do is change it to another form. I also want to let you know that the others that was there that was talking to me were aliens, but they looked just like us. They, uh, they, I guess that they could speak any language that they wanted, but they spoke English to me. And they're the ones that was educating us, if you want to tell us. Tell me that uh, they, my ancestors were there also. Um, I find this. I know you guys really just bring, bring out the stupid flag after I leave. I know you guys are having trouble accepting this, but it's true. Every bit of I say is true. Alan, excuse it. me. One of our um. One of the people in the comments said, um, Steve Gray said, this is reminding him of a lot what people have claimed they have experienced while using a uh, controversial God helmet. Have you heard of that? Any of you guys heard of a God helmet? No. 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 I've, I've heard of it, but I've never used one. Mm -hmm. That's what they're saying. It reminds me of a God. It's like a, it's an apparatus. It's, it's the Korean, it used to be called the Korean helmet. It's supposed yeah. to put you in touch with uh, using um, low intensifying magnet magnetic field. It's giving you this feeling just, of a mystical experience uh, into yeah. an altered state of reality. So it's. I think it just uh, activates different parts of your brain, stimulates it or whatever, and gives you that. that God. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, um, you, like in your book, you had a lot of different um topics. Like the one was the thirteen signs of a paranormal, um, like a haunting. Do you want to mm. go over those since we do have the paranormal investigators on the show? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let me let me see if I can remember. Was that in book then? It was in the book. <laughs> Yeah, it was in your book. Far away. <laughs> book nine, I mean. <laughs> it was in it was in the book uh where is it? Things to come. Oh, thanks to come, yeah. That's my newest book. Remember what 
Remember what chapter I was? Yeah, you just you started saying that there was the 13 signs of a haunting. Like one of them was the flickering of lights, of course. We all know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then um, changes in the temperature. Sean and Jason, you know that you've experienced that. Trish, have you ever experienced a change in the temperature? No, absolutely. All the time. (laughs) And he also, Ellen, you said that there was sound like music. What did you mean by that? Sounds of music. Well, sometimes uh, they turn on your radio and stuff like that. Or uh, you go go into a haunted place and you can hear, say, like music and in, in, uh, it's like, uh, I, it's hard to explain. It's almost like coming through a, from another dimension or something. And a lot of times it's just, uh, muted light, mm-hmm. but you can still hear hear it. So you mean you, you uh, can hear music when you hear like like some kind of music, but you don't have the radio and all. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Jason, well, like people, can you answer that? Yeah, like sometimes you'll you'll hear something very faint. Uh, there might be a few of you that hear it, and you know the best way to gather that evidence would be with a digital recorder to verify what everybody heard but uh we've experienced that before sean and i with uh some of our other team members you know being in some historic buildings and you just hear you know old victorian era music and can't describe where it's coming from i think um in my experience spirits come through um with the a lot of times the music from their like that their era or their um the time that they lived in as well as smells and and things like that um cigar smoke a lot of people say um perfumes yeah well we investigated the italian club down in salary and uh you spell spaghetti sauce and garlic no (laughs) (laughs) no 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 but it was back in the 40s and 50s. So we came up with an idea, go on YouTube and find some 40s and 50 music. And we yeah. played it. We got a little stuff on it. I mean, a little bit of stuff happening. But I mean, yeah. And then we spoke Italian through the phone. Ah, you know uh, I mean? so you know. Yeah, well, that. Well, that was where the uh, orbs crossed each other's paths and knocked uh, Russ's camera over. Yeah, well, I yeah, got that, that video. Weird. I got that video. Yeah, that was really cool. That's good. That's that's what's nice. That's cool when you get that kind of stuff. Now, you also said you got the clock stopping. Now, I've experienced that clock stopping. Butterflies. I've experienced butterflies. Butterflies, um, like real butterflies or like butterflies in your stomach? Uh, I don't know, uh, Alan. What, what you... <laughs> did you see them flying away, or did they float in your belly? <laughs> you also so hear... I mean, bugs can be, you know, a, a spiritual thing as yeah, well. Yeah, so... it can be. Yeah, especially one crawling on you like a spider coming. Scary ass spiders. I hate spiders. I don't but like them when either. you when you said um, faces of people who have lived before now what do you mean you actually see the faces alan or is this something that you see a face in a piece of wood or the wall or what do you mean uh, by the faces? sometimes you just see the face um uh, my uh 
I know when I see an apparition, a lot of times it's not the whole thing. It's sometimes just the face. Um, uh, it's like the rest of the body is not there. It, it could be the same height as the, as the person was when they were living, but the rest of the body wasn't there, just the face. Uh, uh, it's almost like that's the, the only thing they want to present to you is the face. Okay. Uh, my wife and I lived in a haunted house for three years. Wow. Uh, so we, we, we've been through stuff. We didn't have to go look for it like I told you guys. You know, we lived it. <laughs> <laughs> I came home from work one day, and there was hundreds of flies in the windows of the oh, uh, dining cool. area. And the, flies in the windows. That's yeah, that, the element that's, of exorcist. That's, that's bad stuff. Uh, and I, you would, I, this was years ago. I wasn't really in tune with everything yet, but. I came home from work. We had like six dogs. I didn't want to start spraying poison around trying to kill these flies. I got out of fly swatter and it just started swatting flies. And I don't know whether the demonic entity decided it wasn't worth it or what, but I, I was able to kill all of them that day. And I came home the next day and they were there again. But what I'm trying to say yeah. is, after we killed them, we thought, well, we did a good job. But uh, my wife and I was watching TV one night. We had a large screen TV. And we kept seeing these flies flying up through through the screen of the TV, you know, like a shadow. And I thought, oh, wow, they're back again. But they weren't. You know, everything living thing on earth has a spirit every living thing and these flies had spirits and then when i killed them they were flying around just like they were in life uh what we saw was their spirits flying up through the light of the tv because they weren't around they, there was nothing there uh we i got a friend that came over and him and i uh, blessed the house. Uh, we went through. We cast the thing out. Uh, we were able to do that because we never had any problems with it after that. But uh, after we blessed the house and everything that time, uh, we also had uh, shadow people. Oh, I like shadow people. They're my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but don't give me any letters about being no. bad for people. <laughs> well, hey, but, the next time you have a uh, issue, I'd highly recommend the uh, Bug Assault 2.0. It's a very fun, effective way to knock down bugs. It's like a uh, it's a it's like a toy shotgun that shoots table salt and kills oh, yeah. bugs. It's awesome. <laughs> Instead of a fly swatter, you could have some fun. Well, on that note, we've got to take a break for our sponsor. Just give me one second. Just believe those okay. that can choose or believe in none. It's your choice. Just get comfortable, sit back, dim the lights, and listen. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was longer last week. What happened? Yeah. Well, it's because for some reason, it, I'm not really sure what's going on with this. 
it was supposed to be it was supposed to be longer than that so i'm not sure why it didn't work guys torture tuesday strikes again torture tuesday yes oh here we go here we go again why isn't it playing the spirits are messing with your computer Jay. maybe yeah. it's yeah. that ghost in your room that's just doing it oh my god it's behind you turn around I want to thank our first sponsor, Ohio Hauntings and Legend Podcast. They'll take you on a thousand of haunted locations, unexplained paranormal, campfire stories, supernatural happenings, and legends from all over Ohio's 88 counties that have stained by the pages of Ohio Hauntings history. Stories that have haunted our society, tales that have gripped towns and cities across Ohio for centuries as true events. Many of these episodes are genuine. Others are legend or hearsay. Their motto is believe those that can choose or believe in none. It's your choice. Just get comfortable, sit back, dim the lights, and listen. That was good. Yeah, it was. That was good. Yeah, that was good. <clears throat> okay, so um, we're going to move on to something that I want to talk about, um, Alan. Um, you talked about body snatchers. Now, what oh yeah. Mean, what do you mean by the body snatchers? <clears throat> Is it the kind where the pods are from the old, uh, really old movie, and then they remade it, where the aliens lived in the pods <laughs> in your backyard to take over the world? They're coming to get you. Uh, I, it's kind of more like the, when they snatched your body. It's more like a possession uh, uh, than anything else. And um, I just talk in that chapter about uh, different ways that they can weaken your body and, and basically snatch it, uh, different things I think uh, that you can do that uh, weakens your spirit. If you have a strong spirit, a lot of times uh, you, you don't get possessed unless the thing okay. that you run into is stronger than you are. Okay, so the body snatchers is a possession. Just want to yeah, make pretty clear. much okay. so. Okay, so then you also talked about the end of time. That's where we're going to leave it at. This is the last topic we're going to talk about the end of time. So. Yeah, I'm curious to hear about this. Yeah, me too. I'm extremely... The end of the end times. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you want me to talk about? Everything? Well, you said that... Uh, you were told that the world would come to an end in your lifetime. Could you elaborate on that a little bit? Um, yes, this was this was uh, a few years ago. I say a few. It was about 20 years ago. And at the time, I didn't think it was a reality because 20 years ago, things were better than what they are now. But as time goes on now, it's becoming a reality. And I'm receiving uh, verification of that and just in uh, my feelings and stuff that I'm getting. And uh, it just fortifies uh, what I was told 20 years ago. What do you mean told? Uh, Someone told you these? It was this a dream. No, that was a, a, a message that came to me through my mind, almost like that voice did. Uh, it, it just 
it's there. It comes there. And it's, uh, it just. Tricia, what do you have to say about that? I was, well, I was going to say, I, you know, I get the same thing. And a few years ago, um, it was probably 2000. Let's see, when was the shutdown last year? 2019. Um, I started receiving messages like that, I guess, from spirit, higher power, whatever, whatever you believe yeah. in. Um, and I, you know, was telling my family, everyone I know that the world's coming to an end and, and they need to get prepared and stuff. But over the years, do you think, you know, I was I was explaining this the other day to someone that in, in tarot, you have like the death card. Now, when you pull that card, that doesn't necessarily mean literal death all the time. That can mean death and rebirth of a situation of whatever. So do you think that maybe that was a reset in the world? Like not a literal end of times of the world, but a reset, death and rebirth, a transformation per se at that time. Well, if, if you ever listened to our show on uh, Sunday, we've talked about that a little bit. <clears throat> and yes, I call it the end of the world. Probably I should have put as we know it. Uh, we're going to be going through some bad times. And the earth is going to be going through a lot of changes. Um, and it's going to be bad. And there's going to be a lot of people that's going to lose their lives because of it. Um, I hate to be, I don't know what, how to put it, but uh, you got to tell it like it is. And uh, before the rebirth, there's going to be a lot of things going on. There's going to be floods. And people say, well, we're going to have floods all the time anyway. Well, not like these floods. These are going to be floods. And then earthquakes, same way. Well, we have earthquakes. These are going to be big earthquakes. There's going to be more of them. They're going to be more numerous. Um, uh, things are going to be happening, and they're going to be happening so fast that the human race is not going to be able to actually keep up with it. Uh, now, there's people out there saying, uh, climate change. That happened thousands of years, and it's going to happen this time, too. Well, thousands of years ago, we weren't on this earth that much. Uh, we were probably still living in caves or something. It's going to happen again. And this time, climate change is going to be hurting us. Where there's deserts, there's going to be... Uh, it's going to be green. Where there was used to be water, it's going to be dry. California and the western part of the United States right, right now has been under drought for years. And uh, our reservoirs and streams and rivers are drying up here in the western part of the United States, while the eastern part is getting so much water they can hardly handle it. Um, say what you want. You can criticize me if you want. But what's happening is happening. And you can sit out on your front porch and laugh at me all you want as you're floating down the river uh, that didn't used to be there. Uh, I, I'm telling you what I was told. And like you, I was told in spirit. 
it's hard to describe something that's told to you in spirit. Like I said, I'm a medium. When I give a reading, I give a reading that's told to me by spirit. Um, I, I get somebody's ancestor or relative to talk to me, and they tell me what to tell their loved one. Uh, this is basically the same way, but most generally it's my spirit guides. And uh, most generally they don't lie to me. Uh, if they did, I guess I would not be doing what I'm doing as far as uh, being a medium. Uh, I'm just telling you what's going to happen is going to happen. Then after it's all said and done, and the earth has got all this changes on it, the human race, whatever is left, oh, by the way, there's going to be another war or two going on in here, too. World War. Uh, now, I, I, I've got a prediction that's going to start in the Middle East. And it's going to, by the time it's over and done with, it's going to involve every country in the world. Uh, we're all going to be fighting this. And with everything else going on, oh, by the way, there's going to be another pandemic. This mm. was just the first one. We got another one coming up here pretty quick, almost on the tail end of this one. This one's not going to get over with, by the way, until next year. Probably, uh, I was told, probably around April or May. But after it's all said and done, the wars killed everything they could. The nature's killed everybody that they could, that it could. Whatever's left is going to be the part that restarts the earth again, especially the human race. Uh, I'm just telling you this. This is what I is, even is, had is, almost like a is, movie, what it was showing me. Uh, I, I saw this stuff. Alan, um, excuse me. Yes. Um, when you say, when you say, was this biblical? I mean, is this something like, a, like, are you getting some kind of like, like a prophet, like you're a prophet or are you just, are you well, getting you can, these messages from a loved one that passed? Cause you said you're a medium. Well, I am a medium, but I'm also a spiritual medium and wherever I'm getting it from, maybe I'm getting it from the guy I thought was Jesus. I don't know. But all I know is I'm getting these things in the past. I have known they are true because they came uh, about as being true. So you can call it a host of the co-host on, on Sunday and ask her if what, what I'm telling you now is right. I told her two months before they even announced or said anything about COVID-19 that there was something big coming and it was going to be bad. I told her that then. And she can tell you that I told her that. And it, it did come. And it did, and it was pretty bad. And I'm telling you guys now, I'm being more explicit as to what it is. It's going to be earthquakes, floods. There's going to be, you talk about wildfires. There's going to be a lot of wildfires. Uh, 
they're gonna it's gonna be the reason why I'm doing it not to scare people. I'm telling you where maybe you could prepare for some of it. You know, um, I, I don't know what else. Trish, to go ahead. Did. Go ahead. Well, I guess my thing is, you know, even with those messages, I learned that everything, even in, in our own li personal lives, history repeats itself. It's been proven, you know, with plagues okay. and pandemics and everything. That's that's repeated every hundred years that's been repeat there's certain wars that have been repeated there's certain um and so that's one of the big things with alchemy uh which you know it's transmuting that energy so i think that because that happens in our own lives and and the universe will you'll keep reliving cycles until you learn from it or change it um because really? you know if or changes, then nothing changes. So yes, I agree that these things will probably continue to get worse because nothing's changed after after the shutdown last year. Everything went, you know, after a few months, people there was less pollution, there was less this, less that. But then we all went back to doing the same thing. So we didn't learn from it. So it's going to continue to repeat. It's just like ascension in people's own lives and with their own souls um, until something changes. So until there's no war, until there's no, you know, that nothing uh, changed. World War II uh, ended with an atom bomb. Uh, a couple of them. Well, World War III is probably going to start with one. Uh, we've got some crazy countries out there now that's got nuclear power. And uh, they'll use it if they feel that they are not getting what they want or if they feel they're going to be harmed in any way, that will be the first thing they use. They will not talk about it. They'll just use it. And uh, that's, that's what I'm talking about in the next word to come. We're not talking little bullets and uh, think things shot out of cannons or bombs. We're talking about something that could actually destroy the earth almost. And if you can survive the the aftermath of all that and the uh, pollution that it causes, radioactivity, uh, then then maybe uh, you could be all right uh, because there will be a rebirth, a rebirth of the earth, but it's going to be it's going to be slow, and the people that come out of this are going to have to be survivors. <laughs> well, isn't, isn't that what you're talking about is prophesizing the revelation? I mean, it's the book of the apocalypse. I mean, it's all written down if you believe that. I mean, well, it, it's gonna it could be. the world's going to end and it's going to be it reborn. It could be, but I'm not talking about people riding on horses and stuff. I'm giving it to you the way I saw it. And, uh, you know, you can read the book of Revelation and afterwards go, what the hell did I just read, you know? But I'm telling you what I just saw. And if you can't interpret that, then something's wrong. Sean? Yeah. Sean. Sean. I'm here. There he is. <laughs> well, what do you think about that? <laughs> um, all I know is, and this is my opinion, 
if there is going to be the end of times or an atomic bomb is going to happen, it happens. And I'm going to meet Jesus or God, whoever I believe in, on the other side. And that's just like aliens, okay? When the alien attack comes in, all right? Mars attack. What what am I going to do? (laughs) Just wait for I mean, I want to shake his hand. I'm not being, I I mean, I really am trying to be, you know, open-minded here, all right? And I'm really having a hard time. If you want me to be honest with you, okay? So continue, please. I think the experience you had, son, was probably a life-changing experience for you. You kind of act like it. And I know the experience I had was life-changing for me. Uh, And since then, my abilities have become stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, I couldn't read, actually, until 2015. Now you figure up the years from 1983 until 2015. That's when I started reading. Up until then, I could uh, I could hear spirits speak to me, but I didn't really know what they were uh, saying as far as me reading to other people. You understand? I couldn't communicate mm-hmm. that way. And okay. uh, but now it's it's more powerful now. I got the stuff I'm telling you tonight, like uh, two years ago. Um, And now, (laughs) maybe I shouldn't tell you this, but I'm beginning to be able to move small things with my mind. And I have never been able to do that in my lifetime. Now, what brought that on? I can't even tell you that. John, can you tell me? No, I can't. Uh, I don't. I can't tell you that either. If I could, I would. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'm able to do that. That's cool. um, can, you us, can you give us? Could you give us a, a, an example of what you can move with your mind? <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> My wife says you don't want to know. I can. Uh, I can actually. Uh, move a dead bug around and make it kick its legs and stuff just like it was alive. <laughs> now, if I can do that to a bug, dead bug, what am I going to do in two years from now? Will it be an animal? Uh, I don't know. I I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's kind of sacrilegious in the Bible, though. Uh, yeah, it is sacrilegious, isn't it? But to an insect, I don't think it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. Well, I thought all creatures had spirits. I was laying on the floor. And I was staring at it. Next thing I know, it started crawling away. When I stopped staring at it, it it didn't. It just was dead. Then I stared at it again. I got up and started going. <laughs> and so I know I'm weird. What can I tell you? That yeah, makes me think of the Stephen King movie, uh, Pet Cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you guys to know everything I told you tonight is true. Whatever I wrote in my books are true. Uh, I wouldn't have wrote them if, if they weren't true. I've had 70, 72 years of living 
whatever I've written on, in those books. Um, uh, I, the reason why I told you mainly about things to come is to help people maybe prepare for some of the stuff that's going to come. Well, Alan, I appreciate you writing the books, but uh, we have other topics that we have to get on, and I want to thank you for being on the show. Um, okay, thank, thank you, you, sir. Thank you Looking so much for being books. on the show. Thank you very much for having me. You're thank welcome. you. Have a good one. Well, so, <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, Trish, what would you like to say about the show tonight? <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's, um, you know, a lot of confused people in the world. I'm I don't like the the little. But we lost her. Are you, did you hit me? Trish, Trish, what are you doing? <laughs> Trish, you there? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got muted. I, I, I think <laughs> maybe it was Alan. <laughs> <laughs> he was moving bugs under the desk. You know, and and in the um, a lot of a lot of people when these experiences happen to them, they automatically go towards towards religion and, and things like that, which I respect, you know, I, I, um, it's, I think it's the fear basis of, um, certain information like that, that does scare people. But, but at the same time, you know, um, I don't think anything can happen. Anything can happen every day. So I don't, you know, when people are going around saying the world's going to end, of course we're, we're all going to end at some point. So, exactly. um, you know, it's, you can call it prophecy, religion, um, history repeating itself, whatever you want. And, you know, it's, even though time, I, I do agree. Timing is fluid and, um, you know, the, the universe is infinite and there, there's so much we don't know about it. But um, I think that um, you, and I and I do agree with a lot of a lot of things he said, you know, a lot of um, but people just experience them differently. So I don't think labeling, you know, saying if you don't understand revelations in the Bible, then there's something wrong with you. I don't I don't think that. <laughs> because a lot of people don't understand the Bible. So, yeah. I, that's another show. Hard. That's for uh, another well, show. Yeah, well, that's, not, that's a yeah. whole other topic. <laughs> I, I just want to say one thing that, Trish, I think you, you we're having some weird stuff happening. We just lost our connection with Pittsburgh oh. Paranormal, and you were just muted again. So I think Alan's playing with us. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's watching. Hey. <laughs> we lost the connection with Pittsburgh Paranormal. We're no longer on Pittsburgh Paranormal Society's stream no. uh-oh oh, oh the torture man. tuesday gremlins at, at the <laughs> finest gremlins being hey trish tell us a little bit more about yourself um i'm impressed on how you were interviewing tell mm-hmm. us a little bit more about you oh what, i mean what would you which part whatever what you, you want know? whatever you want to tell us whatever you want to tell us well our, um, our listeners like to know so I, I kind of, I guess, started out like Alan, um, you know, spirits and, and supernatural things have, have kind of always come to me my entire life. 
And it's something that's happened since I was very young. It's something that I used to um, be terrified of. I, I was scared of the dark for that matter up until I was um, probably 30, you know? <laughs> and so wow. um, once I started embracing all of that and, and not being afraid of it anymore, um, you know, he was talking about um, sometimes there's very, very bad spirits and sometimes there's good ones. And I think that has a lot to do with, well, not only the location, but also the person, because when I had that, when I resonated with fear of all of those things, I attracted a lot of negative spirits. Right. I attract, and, and it, and it, was sometimes dangerous. You know, things would happen in my house, things would happen, um, you know, around my animals, things would happen um, uh, to a lot of the different locations I went to. And finally, one day, you know, I said, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be afraid of you anymore. I'm going to um, face this and, and face the dark and face, um, you know, I'm not afraid of cemeteries. I'm actually, I'm the, I find peace there for that matter. Because- uh, I'm right there with you. Uh, yeah, it's, I, and, and I love that, you know, and um, after I started approaching it differently and changing my perspective on almost everything, um, I started attracting much more pleasant spirits, I guess. You know, I didn't have the hauntings in my own home and, and things like that. So um, so I do agree, you know, on, on that aspect as far as um, bugs, like his fly story. Um, I agree with that also. A lot of times infestations are a sign of, um, demonic activity. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's nothing you can do to get rid of that. You know, you, I, I don't know about, I've never seen a bug spirit that I, that I know of. Um, but yes, I, I do know, and I have experienced a few times in different locations where, um, you know, I, I lived in New York on um, Lake Ontario in a very, very old cottage. Um, and there's there's many battlegrounds there. And that house, I had all of a sudden in the middle of winter, you know, I would have a wasp infestation in my house oh. or, like, you know, that's, really that's crazy get rid of it and it would come back, things like that. So, um, so I do agree with that. And that's um, that has a lot to do with energy also, though, because bugs are attracted to vibration. They're attracted to energy as well. So I don't think it's necessary. It's not. I mean, it is the symbolism of the bugs being there. But as until you get rid of that energy and transmute mm-hmm. that, they're, they're still going to be there. So, um, hmm. you know, I. Okay. Well, causes the energy. So That's ahead. interesting. Thank you for sharing that. Well, in, in um, a lot of uh, native beliefs, bugs symbolize, different bugs symbolize, just, just like spirit animals, um, you know, different bugs can symbolize different, can have different meanings when those show up in your life. So a lot of times, you know, and, and even in my own beliefs, um, if you see a bug in your house, it's not necessarily they're doing, they absorb a lot of negative energy. So if you kill that um, in in a lot of native leaves, you're releasing that mm-hmm. negative energy 
back right. into the environment. So if it's just a spider, you know, a single spider, something like that, um, you know, to many people that could be considered good luck. Yeah, I'm, like, and, I'm not letting no spiders live in my house. Thank you. Arachnophobia. Those black big ones have, are so disgusting. Have you heard of the author Ted Andrews? I have he not. Wrote, okay. He has two books out. Uh, animals speak. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's all about the animals and your spirit totems. And it gives, and it tells you why that uh, animal is in your life as a guide. But yep. the second book, which is pretty cool, it talks about insects and what they stand for. So thought I'd share that with you. Um, Ted Andrews. Ted Andrews. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, in my everyday life, it's, and, and it always, you know, I know the meaning of and the significance of many of them since, mm -hmm. um, since I started, started getting more into spirituality opposed to, um, being religious. And, um, it's, it's always true, you know, we just, uh, many times don't pay attention to those signs or, or don't, um, you know, it's it's like black cats and witches. You know, it's not that the black cats themselves are bad. It's the symbolism when that shows up in your life. You know, it's kind of, it's a red flag. Um, and the same with, with bugs. You know, I just a few weeks ago, I knew that as far as the seasons changing and stuff, because I had two praying mantises on my oh, door for like I three days it. in a row, right before the full moon. And, oh, wow. you know, That's you don't. Cool. You don't see those very often. No. So it's always things that you don't see. I You know, I let it kill them either. No. Oh, that's endangered species. You get yeah. a $5,000 fine for that. <laughs> no, crickets too, you shouldn't kill. Crickets, oh, yeah. Crickets are a sign of good luck for your home as well. I oh, talked to they're one good the for other lizards day. too. <laughs> and did he bring you good luck, Jenny? I don't know. I asked, I asked, I sat and I, I had a conversation with the cricket. <laughs> Stop making so much noise. No, he was quiet. He was quiet. He's just, I mean, I think that they do have like a mystical, you know. Yeah. Aura. Oh, yeah, they do, but they are loud. I forget where we were, but I saw a cricket. I don't know where I was, but, but I'll tell you what, he was on steroids because this sucker was <laughs> huge, man. He was huge. I sure it wasn't a grasshopper. No, it wasn't a grasshopper, no. man. It was a cricket. I mean, that sucker was huge. Sean, one of our uh, fellow investigators says that uh, maybe or maybe orbs are bug spirits. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that leads me to my second question of the night. Okay. Uh -oh. uh, I looked at your racing. evidence. I didn't see anything. You guys went to Gettysburg, that evidence that you had on your page? I did not see nothing there. I seen a black mark. Did you open your eyes? Uh-oh, I got a message from Alan. <laughs> yeah, I did. And I actually brought, made it bigger, and I did not think anything. Well, it but seems. You know what? Send me it. I'm going to put it on. The t I'm going to put it on right now. I'm going to go. Where, where is it? Is it on Pittsburgh Paranormal Society? Uh, it's there somewhere. I'm going to try to grab it. and Go ahead and tell us about your little uh, trip um, so our viewers can hear while I look for this, Okay. Oh, yeah, Good. we went up Thursday and um, had a fun time um, when investigating. 
we did bridges this this time around, not so much on the battlefield. Well, did you go um, to Jenny Wade's house like I told you? Yes, yes. we did. Yes, yes we, we did. Did you get any pictures? Took a we bunch of pictures, but no, uh, no, no floating necklace? necklaces or no, no floating necklaces. Oh nope. man, nothing. Darn, I'm disappointed. No penitentiary. Nice yeah, no penitentiary. But it was but cool it, to see the uh, doors that had the bullet holes in them. You know, that yeah. was uh, that was definitely interesting. Oh man, I wish you. What was what was the uh, thing about sticking the ring finger? If a woman sticks a ring finger and. Oh, that she'll get married. married. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? Something of any... there, there's a sign <laughs> yeah. on the door that said, uh, any woman that comes in and puts her ring finger through the bullet hole in the door will have good luck and get married. So Sean stuck his finger in the door. I didn't know he was a woman <laughs> until that point. Well, <laughs> it was this one. Sean, this one maybe you'll get married. Maybe you're I don't get know. Married. Man, no. No, I don't know. No, 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 no. Why? 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 Is that so um, bad? But I, I don't know. I did it once before, and you know, I'm happy and content right now where uh, I'm at in my life. And Trisha, you're a good person. I, I, take that <laughs> well, I don't want to marry you, Trisha. Okay, just oh, want geez. you to know that. All right, you just so not want Jesus. you. To... Oh, you're funny. John. So, how's so the weather just... in Kansas? How's the weather in Kansas? What time is it there? Um, it, yeah. <laughs> it is almost 9.30. So, oh, wow. Um, and the weather, it's been it's been weird. It's been in the 90s this week. So Uh-oh. We, we had a Because whatever you get, we get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we... Um, we uh, we've had all four seasons in one day before. So, you, I mean, you never know with Kansas. It could, you know, snow in the morning and be warm at night. So... But all in all, good, uh, good food. There was one restaurant up there that I was really, really highly upset about. Me, Val, Matt, and uh, Jessica and her daughter. Well, they were all understaffed this weekend, too. Well, no, no, no. Here's the deal. I mean, we walk in, and I mean, we're dressed as, uh, you know, tourists, okay? We weren't dressed fine, <laughs> okay? So we walk in, and Sweat the damn pants, lady white comes. The, yeah, the damn lady come in and said, I guess you don't have a reservation, do you? I said, sorry, we don't. Well, we're not going to serve you. And I was like, whoa. And so we went to Tommy's Pizza as the best pizza in Gettysburg. See, I heard the um, opposite. Really? How was it really? Yeah, how was it really? Real good. Real good. Tommy's is real good. Because I heard it was like, tasted like it was like a frozen pizza with just crap sauce on it. No, not at all, dude. You're gonna have. We go up again. You're gonna have to get one. Jenny, how do you I'll not see you. that? I don't see anything. You don't see the figure standing there with the rifle over his right shoulder. No, Trish. Do you see anything? I don't. What? No, I don't see anything. Either do, do you see it on the screen? Do you see the? Do you see the picture? Yeah. Do you see anything inside the green circle? No, I don't see anything, and I I I, I don't see anything. See, it's weird. Then this is what makes it interesting about the paranormal. Some people will see it, some people won't. You know. Well, I know um, in you know with a lot of psychics or witches that you all call them. (laughs) um, When photographs are altered or have filters on them, it's very hard for for me to read. So. you know, which there's very few 
photographs out there on social media and stuff today that don't have filters or haven't been altered. Um, so when I'm reading a photo from someone, you know, halfway across the country, um, it, it's, it's only difficult if it's been, maybe it's because it's enlarged or something. You all saw it in its raw form. Um, but that's why that's in my experience, that's oh. with all the new technology with pictures that makes, I guess my intuition or my abilities or whatever don't work as well. You know what, then excuse me, huh. Jason caught a picture of UFO. Okay. No, he did. So it's to be determined. Yes. So yes, while taking pictures there as well. Uh, we didn't see anything, you know, with our eyes that, you know, jumped out of the ordinary. But going through some pictures, there was this black object in the sky. There's actually two of them. One of them, we're trying to decipher if it could have been a bird or not. But the other one was more cylindrical and like on a vertical axis that we're not sure what it was. So I'll have to uh, send you that picture. May have caught a UFO. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you did. Don't forget he's bird. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, they just, you know, everyone's talking about over the previous weeks about UFOs being around where there's paranormal activity and Bigfoot activity. So it all coincides. Well, and right now, this time specifically, the veil uh, is thinner. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah. this time of year. So you will have, you'll hear about, you know, experiences all over the place because of that. So. Yeah, this is Russ's. Check that out. I'm trying to make it bigger. Now, what am I looking at there? The the, the soldier that's on. See where the blue dots are at? Okay, now is that a real ghost or something? Is that a person dressed up like no, a soldier? No, according to Russ, he is telling us because he was showing it to us tonight. No, I see that. Right, that's it right there. Huh. He said he don't remember seeing anybody walking down that path toward that. Well, no, that's real legit, but I don't know, because sometimes you see, oh, this is how they get you, okay? That these people are there dressed up, and then you'll be in the woods, and they're like, they're actors, and then you think, oh, it's so haunted, but that's not really a ghost, it's just an actor in the woods. So how do you know that's not what it is? I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm just trying to be like, how do you know for sure? I mean, well, because, you know, us, that, I, I mean, I look at that picture. All right. Now, and when was this, Ross? When was this? Was he commenting in the comments? I don't um, see. No, I don't it, see. Was him. that on this trip up, Sean, that he got that? Yeah. That one that... Yeah, that was on this trip up that he caught that. You and him are in the car. Now, I can see. I mean, now, how do you know that's not? It's. Usually... Sure, what do you think? I mean, it looks really legit. But, you know, I'd have to be there to see it. Because if it's like a like ghostly, like translucent, you know, like ghostly figure, yeah, I'd believe it. But if it's like you and me walking down the path, there were no reenactment that weekend. No, I know, but you can just, somebody might just go there just for shits what, and giggles. I mean, you know, like what about, what about the picture that I sent you from that uh, cemetery where that guy looks like us and he's standing over a grave? Oh. Yeah, how do you know it wasn't when a guy? Was because we were the only ones in there. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know? You thought you were the only ones in there. We were the only ones in there. <laughs> I've had entire conversations with what I thought was a, a full-blown person 
And then that person will, will like walk in the room or something. I mean, and, and it's been witnessed. So I 100% believe that that spirits can manifest and look absolutely real, you know, but again, it goes back to, I think they can manifest easier in certain locations based on um, the amount of electromagnet magnetic um, energy and things like that. So, so yeah, maybe this is, you know, sometimes in, in certain places, if there's not a lot of electricity or whatever, it's probably um, takes a lot more energy from spirits to, to manifest to that degree. Right. And some probably aren't capable. Well, so. Think of all the dead soldiers up there, all that, all that energy that's in yeah. Gettysburg. Anything oh, yeah. can manifest well, anything. And that to... never goes away. So, right. I just want to stop here. For, I got a message from Alan saying that we were really rude to him. Did you think we were rude to him? Nope, I wasn't. No? No? Yeah, he's upset. He said he, there was so much negative energy on our show. Hmm. I don't wow. know why. I was <laughs> nobody else could, nobody could talk. Did. I mean, no, we weren't rude to him. No, not at all. He says he feels sorry for the next guest. Oh. <laughs> well, he feels I, sorry for yeah yeah he's very upset he says i picked up nothing but negative energy from the beginning of the show Hmm. wow well maybe i don't know negative energy because i don't feel well i mean that could be it i I mean who knows knows? because one minute we're we're talking about astral projection and the next thing it's like a a uh, preaching Sunday class. Well, that's okay. I, I got lost. <laughs> I, I'm in the honest direction with you, Jenny, we were going. I got lost because he was going every which way, and I think he I, just didn't like you, Sean. Oh, I know that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably <laughs> hey. Being straight up about that, and you know what, Trish, me, Grumpy I old never man. get like that. I never get like that. I don't, unless I just maybe once or twice I'll blow up, but you know, I mean. Hmm. I don't know. I'm uh, just going to let it go. I'm just going to let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Well, next week should be even really interesting, guys. So I just want to warn you that oh my God. it's more of a uh, it's more of a uh, religious. Um, this guy says he has proof of God's existence mm-hmm. from Israel. So I think that would be really interesting. We're only going to have him on for the first hour. So, I don't mean to interrupt real quick, but Russ just messaged me, and he's watching the show, the guy that took this picture, and it's up on his big TV, and being that big, he says you could clearly see through the guy's legs. Oh, really? So it might be kind of harder on a smaller screen. I can kind of see um, the tree, you know, through the bottom yeah. part of his legs. Yeah. But yeah, the, I, but it is grainy as far as the, it's very yeah. hard to see. I mean, I can't get any bigger. I tell you what, though, we we investigated a couple bridges down there. One called the Suicide Bridge, and then Satch's Bridge, or Sax mm-hmm. Bridge, however you say it. And um, Zach, 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 whatever. <laughs> and uh, the only thing we really saw was uh, some beavers floating down the river there. And uh, we actually, I think we debunked. Um, a test that was done on Saks Bridge, the where cigarette. yeah, it was the cigarette method that I seen a video about, where a slave spirit is supposed to supposedly 
will smoke the cigarette. You, you know, if you, it's just sitting there and then move it from left to right and everything. So we found the same spot that this video was taken and we performed the same experiment. And I don't know, maybe their experience was different, but as far as I'm concerned, we debunked it in the sense that the slightest bit of wind at the precise time would move the whole cigarette left or right, you know, and there's just, there's too, yeah. Where was this at? Uh, Gettysburg. Yeah. It's another hot spot in Gettysburg. So you saw beavers, you said? Yeah. Yeah. They're just floating around. Well, so beavers, um, symbolically of course um especially in the bible we're known to be uh, kind of guardian angels that that guided people to safety um on rivers and such mm-hmm. so so it's interesting that you well, that's interesting that. oh that's cool <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's that cool. would make sense with slaves yeah. you know whatever back yeah. in the day they're just kind yeah, of but yeah like no it, it, it was decent because going and I enjoyed myself this weekend. I really did. Um, it was fun. Yeah, it was a good I time. Learned. There's a lot yeah. of evidence to review. A lot of video footage still. Yeah. A lot of still pictures, full spectrum pictures. I tried to go through them each night a little bit and, you know, pick out the what I could find. So far, there's only one or two, so I got to go back and do some more digging and with a fine-tooth comb and see if there's anything yeah. that we missed. And so on my shit. show... On my show on Into the Night after this, I'm going to have Russ on, and we're going to talk about Gettysburg for the hour mm. and this past trip. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. So stay tuned, guys, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so you want you mostly stick to the bridges? Yeah. At I, night, yeah. during At the night. after hours, because everything else shuts down. You're not allowed on the battlefields after dusk. And oh, really? Cops, are, cops are throwing people out. I think... I think Couple of our group members got booted out from one area. Then you another, did, Sean. Then more of yes, our members went to the same yep. area. They got so booted why did out. they? I don't understand. That's where you probably can get the most, you know, pictures are at night. They they don't want people metal detecting, trying to find relics or vandalizing. So it's, it's pretty much to keep people from doing stuff they shouldn't be, because there's always a select few. Like Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Sean. What did you do, Sean, to get kicked <laughs> out? Well, we were up on Little Round Top, and they they claim at dusk, okay, that you can actually see spirits coming toward well, yeah. Round Top, right? Yeah. But we had uh, the guy who who's in charge of the battlefield kick us out. He said where it was dark out, and um, he said you got to go. So we left. So as soon as it gets dark, you have to leave. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess wow. they do it for safety reasons because. Out there in the dark, I mean, Little Round Top ain't a safe place to be. I mean, there's a lot of rocks and stuff like that, and I guess they're trying to, you know, prevent people from getting hurt or lost in them. Wood. Now, is, is it real pat? Is it real busy up there? Or well, it was on Saturday. Oh my gosh, Saturday was slammed full. Crazy, of crazy. Yeah, there was like events going on for different charities that we didn't know Great about. Hands. And now you yeah, did pick a that, good weekend then. The, no, and, but and you know the restaurants what? understaffed and yeah and Saks bridge is a real you have to go like at one or two in the morning down Saks bridge because on a friday saturday night you have all these young kids going down there and they're, they're just making too much noise 
drinking and making too much loud noise. Yeah. So that's why I'm glad that uh, Russ told me about the suicide bridge because that was interesting. That was that was that was a creepy place. bridge. That was yes, a really it is creepy, a creepy bridge. bridge. Mm -hmm. But it was, didn't seem like a whole lot of, you know, we how many times did we go to each bridge? I think like three or four times on I different went, occasions, just trying to see if we. I went you. twice. I went twice. I went twice. Friday night, Saturday night. Now, a couple of our members on uh, Suicide Bridge up there in the woods on the, what was that, Saturday? Had the sensation of being pushed down the pathway. Yeah, and, but I think uh, we debunked that. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell because there was just a hump in the road where all this was happening that could easily throw you off your balance. Yeah. yeah. Chris, come out to Pennsylvania. We'll take you on a ghost hunt. I love Pennsylvania. Like I said, I, I moved back to Kansas from New York, so um, and a lot of my family still lives lives back east. So, it's well, come back to Pennsylvania. We'll take you on a ghost hunt. That would Blue be Mist Road. It would be so much fun. Oh yeah, that Sean's really infamous Bloomist Road. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? That, that that's where I started. You know, and I love Bloomist Road, and that's where I started the group. And I like going out there. Well, I only had that uh, one experience there. That I think it was the third time. I think we've been there. I've been there, what, I don't know, maybe four times. But the third time yeah. where we all seen that black thing chasing me out of the woods, that black yeah. shadow. And then, yeah, that uh, was and then we all saw the lady in white just watching us from afar until we left mm -hmm. out of there. But all the other times, it wasn't nothing. But that one time was a good experience for sure. Yep. Kansas has uh, so many places too. I mean, there's, uh, I'm excited about this. Um, you know, the, the dark part of the year because when the veil is thinner, because I learned so much about the history here, you have stole Kansas, you know, of course the infamous, um, one of the seven gateways to hell. That's, that's pretty close to Topeka actually. There's, Ooh. um, oh man. Road trip. Yeah, there's so many. Between here and Missouri, there's a lot of history and a lot of a lot of folklore. We're also, you know, on the right ley lines and parallels to right. being right in the middle of the US. Um, a lot of stuff happens here. So what do you think about the uh seven gates of hell? I've heard about those before that people talk about roaming in there and you go through all these different gates and if you actually make it to the last one, you never come back. Hmm. Huh. Like, what's your thoughts on that if there's one nearby um well that which is interesting um the town of Stoll. you know i visited that place the cemetery for the first time oh gosh it's, it's probably been 20 years ago um when i was in college and there um they still had a church there they still had a there was this tree that the the witch was hung from and um apparently i i guess the story um says that she mated with uh the devil and the witch mm. had a werewolf and she was hung at the church and well not at the church at the tree in the churchyard um but since then both the the church burned down and um i think the tree was struck by lightning um and then I don't know if it was removed or, or burned down as well. So none of that's there. It's just the cemetery. The, the town gets so much 
you know, they, well, they used to get so much publicity because yeah. the highway running by it, which is one of the main reasons I, I can see the, the entire cemetery being haunted. It's a very dangerous highway with the road. It's very curvy. Um, so there's been a lot of car accidents right in that area. Now, a lot of people um, think that the, the entire grounds is cursed and that's what causes the accidents. Other logical people think that it's the curvy road and not enough, you know, signs in the middle of the night that cause the accidents. <laughs> so, so there's, there's both, um, but the tree nor the church are there anymore. And um, a lot of, they used to say that you could throw a bottle against uh, the stone wall, glass bottle, and it would stick to the wall. And that there were stairs leading down into nowhere that they said was one of the, the stairways to hell. So hmm. I haven't experienced that, but. I want to thank our sponsor, uh, Carnation, for making this episode possible. So thank you very much, uh, Carnation, for sponsoring us this evening. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> I love that stuff. So do I, don't you? It's really good. This only has 150 yeah. calories in it. And it has a lot of protein. So it's really it's good. good for you. You can put it in coffee, too, I found out. Really? I yeah. Same with collagen. Yeah, you mix it with the coffee, and it's delicious. It's for like. Well, a- I'll tell you what. If you're a stargazer, Gettysburg's a place to go. because I love stargazing. I oh, my goodness. We were, oh, I mean, it was there nice was tons there. of stars out there, and it was a little chilly out there t- this time around. But it's better than being out there in July when it's like ninety degrees. Oh, oh yeah, I can't. Um, yeah, but I will tell you this, Jenny. I did look for UFOs. I good. I'm glad you did. Yeah, we might have caught that one. Well, so maybe you can find it. We'll have to put I'll have it. I'll get back yeah. to my pictures and check it out. Honestly, man, because it was like just up and down like this and yeah it was i've never seen anything like it and me was, neither mm, like, mm. yeah you should definitely so when you find it send it to me I will. Trisha, uh, what is your deal on uh ufos oh gosh <laughs> 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 that's a whole that's a whole topic in itself um I mean, I I was born outside of Roswell, New Mexico, so it's something that has always been in my life, you know, Um, and I I grew up in the mountains in New Mexico where, in the Gila Wilderness, and the, um, they used to, um, White Sands Missile Range, obviously, there they used to test the stealth fighter jets when yeah. i was when i was younger we was, we were the first to see those flying over the mountains and and of course we always saw you know unexplained but but back then a lot of the time a lot of people thought that those were ufo's because it was still they were just being tested by the government you know nobody had ever experienced a yeah. triangle um jet that of that magnitude so um yeah of course we you know all the time and being so dark up there and so far away from from cities um and things um also on the arizona border you know i wasn't far from where um fire in the sky travis walton yeah I, i was pretty close to that and um so, so it's been, that's something that's been in my life forever. I also lived in Colorado where. There's a lot of UFO oh sightings there too. Yeah, there's so many there. And so, um, 
yeah, I, I 100% believe in that. Obviously it's, it's, um, even, even my family originally, you know, um, when they had lived in, in Roswell in the forties, um, obviously that all the people there still remember, um, the incident and being questioned and, um, now it's become more of a tourist thing there, but, um, but I think that, um, even in Kansas, there's, there's a lot of, of things that happen in Kansas too, you know, just by talking to people in these small towns, the sightings and, um, and it probably is because we're, we're kind of remote and there's not a lot of big cities in Kansas and, and there's a lot of cows, you know, <laughs> they have ten, they have those 10 men there too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget yeah. Dorothy and Toto. Yeah. A little straw man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I mean, I'm, I think you're going to bring a lot to the show. Trey. Yes, you are. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm excited. Welcome aboard. Yeah, I'm Welcome. excited too. Welcome. Yeah. Sorry, it had to be. Never mind. I had a block. <laughs> I can read your mind. I can read your mind. Now, if he saw someone laughing, that's me. I got the giggles like really bad. I mean, can't help it. I took uh, Claritin. It's contagious. With... You start laughing, other people. It's like when laughing. it's like when you're in church and you start laughing at something stupid. You can't stop laughing. I, mean, I that, laugh at the most to inappropriate times in any situation. I'm like... <laughs> you ever laugh at a funeral? Yes. yes. Yes, but you I know, have. so that's also that's alchemy. That's transmuting the negative energy, right? It's turning it into something positive and celebrating that person's life. I don't want people to be all sad at my funeral, so Not I hope much. they change the energy. <laughs> well, I, you know, but it's pretty crazy when um, your relatives turn around and look at you and give you that evil eye. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You sound like you're talking but, from experience. Ah, I have some experiences at funerals. I can, I can share. Oh my! Yes. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna have to. Got to wait for the midnight show for that one. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yes. Well, I'm gonna listen to that one <laughs> in my bed. So when okay. uh, I'll listen to you, I'll fall asleep to Sean talking. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be dreaming of that. You'll be dreaming of that goatee. <laughs> be like ASMR, Sean. <laughs> Do you ever Just... listen to ASMR? No. Tristan, no. have you ever listened? Um, I don't think so. Well, Google, it's like they talk like this. You have to put your mic on a certain <laughs> way. Okay, I'm going to get this out of here. You'll probably, probably lose you. Okay, we're going to talk tonight. We're going to make sure we can get a nice, quiet <laughs> sleep. <laughs> but there's a, there's a certain way they do like. But that's my normal voice. I know. I'm just telling you what ASMR is. You have to. If you set it in a different setting, you can you can hear it really well. I used to do it. I have on YouTube. There's a couple. I'd get like uh, you get these. You get like. Can you hear that? Yes. But if you have it, on, if you have it on um, a special, there's a setting like. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, it's making me hungry. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. there's hundreds of tapes. I mean, that's how I fall asleep a lot. Because I can't fall asleep, so I do. I put that on. Don't just put ASMR. 
on YouTube okay. and you'll find hundreds of them. And there'll be like people that go like, yes. Like they oh, do these wow. weird things. Like That'd be creepy. I just want to take this hair out of your fat. There we go. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Seriously, I would, man, I'd have nightmares. Yeah. Seriously, it's like Sean, you need to start growing your beard out now for uh, the Christmas special. Yeah, I know, I am. Are you going to be Santa, Santa Claus? Claus yeah, I'm going to be Santa Claus, and uh, I'm going to have to be the elf. I'm going to have to wear a beard guard though during that. Just season. because we're a certain age doesn't mean we're going to be Grant Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I said an elf, not Mrs. Oh, Claus. well, okay. I probably be an elf. Actually, I have I have an elf hat. Okay. Well, I am dressing up for a Halloween show, by the way. Oh, you are? Yes. Elvira? No. No. And it was a surprise. Okay. Oh boy. So we have to think of a show what we're gonna have. I was thinking of getting a psychic on and do some um uh, readings. What do you guys think? Uh, we we just had one. You didn't ask him for a reading. No, he wasn't a psychic. He was a, a medium. medium. That's close enough. <laughs> Same thing. <though>. No, <laughs> not really. Because psychics, they they see, they can do readings. Like, Trish, you do readings, right? <clears throat> Sometimes. Yeah, it's like mediums, they concentrate with the dead. Uh, mm. Talking to the dead. Okay. But see, so over the years of being, you know, a psychic or medium or whatever... Um, I don't, I don't even know whether I think everybody has that ability, but I've come to recently, I've started to consider it as, I don't really believe anyone's psychic. I think either we've already lived it or somebody or something or whatever is giving us that information. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. I believe that. You're either way, it's a gift. It's like one of your senses. You got your oh, senses, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, taste, so, eyes. I, I think, I think it's just, yeah, it, there's some people that can actually, I know I can actually pick up things that I can, I, oh, I should probably do it for a living, but I, I, I'm serious. It's really gotten to the point where it's freaking me out, you know, mm-hmm. but I think it's just like another sense, but I don't think everybody can do it. I mean, I think they, they can train themselves. Remember last week we were doing about the, uh, yeah. the circle. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I think, I think everyone is capable. I think, um, you know, with me after, after I died and came back a few times, my, obviously my, my senses and my abilities. Got oh yeah. Strong. Cause you yeah, were so absolutely. close to the, I was born, you know, that they've always been there. However, mm-hmm. um, it, they were just heightened after I died. But by my meaning, um, by saying everyone is capable, I think, yeah. I think the human brain, everyone is capable. Oh, you just the don't human brain, you can do everything. Real quick, this is what was told to me, told, told me a long time ago. Okay. Um, everybody is born with the gift of psychicness. Okay. Yeah. But spirit god whoever you believe in picks different people a lot who gives them gives them a little bit more of an ability in order mm-hmm. to see yeah things. i believe that i agree so. yeah yeah i believe but, that and then god. even on the other side you know there's people that come by it naturally and then there's people who use who train themselves who use meditation or right. psychedelics or, or whatever mm-hmm. to to obtain 
Witzinger, good night. Yes, it is. It's a I'm going to bed too. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go listen to Sean. I'm gonna go turn you on. <laughs> Just stress out the chair. Just stay right there. Stress uh, out. Yeah. yeah. All righty. Okay. Thank you, Trish. Well, thank yes, you everybody thank you. for joining us to today. See you next week. Next Have torture Tuesday. Next torture 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 torture. Turn how learn how to talk. Thank you, Trish, for being on. I'm trying to find our our endings. Oh, my God. Oh, was that?